0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's New Stand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September 25th, 2022. It is a Sunday for me. Um hopefully you're having a good one that this podcast finds you well. Uh, as for me, I'm a bit unwell still. Still under the weather, still a little sicky. Actually, I would say last night was was rough. It was rough. Maybe the roughest of the and I'm and I'm very sure now that I have a cold, like it kind of just came through a little backwards like you know started with my throat being a little icky and then i've just kind of noticed more and more mucus now and i'm just like now i've become the blob guy from the mucinex ads i don't know if you've ever seen those just walking around just causing havoc on this person's like i feel like that's me now i'm i'm that blob mucus but uh other than that things have been good i've been eating very badly so uh here's some food corner for you i went to jets and got a what do they call the four corner pizza just a small pizza you know nice i had pepperoni sausage r- r- red onions yeah and pineapples so there you go um you know i would like to tell you i'm gonna eat better today but it's probably gonna be like a soup or something and then i'm gonna eat something really trashy later so, you know, give me strength, guys. Send me your vibes and your prayers or whatever. Hopefully I feel better soon. Um, but we can get into some news. I actually wound up looking at it and had a decent amount. So I said, yeah, let's just, let's just go for the hat trick. Let's just do do the three-peat. So I uh, wanted to start with Yahoo News, Associated Press, amended autopsy. Black man died due to sedative restraint. So this is an update on the Elijah McClain um, situation. Just essentially, I want to say we've covered this lightly before when the family was like awarded money, but I'm uh, not hundred percent, but essentially run down what happened. Someone had called in, you know, suspicious re- person's report because they had saw a man in a ski mask. Uh, officers come out. I believe there was like three officers who wind up on the scene. They spot the man. It's Elijah. Essentially, you know, he's trying Ooh. to let these guys know, like, hey, I- I'm not a threat, not any harm, you know. you know, He was just the nicest boy, nicest guy. And, um, you know, I say boy. I mean, he's 23 years old. You know, he's a kid. Um, and these guys restrained him. They, you know, according to what they say their interpretation he was resisting he was being violent so they had the emts on the scene inject him with ketamine now the ketamine part is new because it wasn't initially in the autopsy and now it's you know more or less come up that it's like hey um you know that might have been missed by maybe someone who just has less experience or whatever but either way it wasn't in the autopsy and it should have been um which to me is a wild thing that it just gets omitted like that but i mean we we were just covering and you know how in another country you know you have your morality police or whatever do whatever the fuck they want honestly our cops are no different you know there's like i said before there's a reason that the george floyd thing reflects so you know perfectly so parallel to other people in other countries you know we just oppression sees oppression and um you know it's at least good that you know this is coming to light um you know especially on the heels of the potential trial um you know it kind of remains to be seen but it it does go in this article kind of talks about you know several um pathologists and kind of like experts if you will the initial uh Stefan Cena um let's see there's a quote um well, he concluded that the ketamine dosage given to McLean was higher than recommended for someone his size. was too much for this individual, and it resulted in an overdose. Even though his blood ketamine level was consistent with a therapeutic blood concentration. Um. Also, it's kind of added that like other um, pathologists, was it Carl Wiegand, He kind of says, well, it might be too much of a focus on the ketamine and it was more so that, um, you know, he was, you know, asphyxiated and he died of suffocation. Um, there's another add on that's like, Hey, judging on how he reacted, like, you know, via the, like the body cams and stuff like that, that no, it was the ketamine. So a bit of a difference in, you know, opinions here on how exactly it happened, but it really is safe to say that there was a combination used that just didn't need to be used in terms of detaining this person who wasn't doing anything who was just walking home you know who happened to have a ski mask on and was threatening to someone because they were just there um you know definitely is a shame but hopefully this does kind of add to evidence add to you know what have you cuz I didn't know this or I maybe didn't think about it, but apparently a lot of people are like kind of saying like, well, do the EMTs need to even be charged? Do they be held responsible here? And it's like, yes, they were the reasons that the, the ketamine was administered. Like, and yes, it's, it's definitely like fair to say like, well, it's hard to make a weight adjustment or wait, you know, for the, um, for the drug in the dark. You know, you don't know this person's weight on the moment where he's being detained, but you can also see that a person's being detained and injecting them with ketamine is going to potentially have an adverse reaction to someone who's been, like, you know, struggling and fighting for their life. Um, So, yeah. And honestly, I think that manslaughter is a bit light. Obviously, I understand, you know, that legally sometimes it doesn't match with how we feel about a situation, you know, and when it comes to the law. So I get that. You know, I understand that I have my bias there. But it's just like, man, like, I really hope that – you know, a verdict comes. And um, you know, when that gets started or what have you, we'll definitely keep you posted on it. But I wanted to highlight it. Um, let's see, in police today, I guess you could say. Um let's see, I yeah, this was last updated the twenty third of this month. But um dramatic video shows train plow into Colorado police car with woman handcuffed in the back seat. So I saw this footage like last night and I was like, Oh shit. Like I just kind of was like, okay, I I definitely want to talk about this. Um, I guess essentially police had came out to respond to a road rage incident and there was like a firearm involved. They, um, apprehended a woman and they put her in the cop car. Now, um, let's see, I got the name of the person, uh, Yurini Yar- Rios Gonzalez. So they put her in the cop car, but they leave the cop car on the tracks. And to me, I'm like, you are a police officer. Like, in what realm, world of thinking, do you do that? Do you park your car on police track? I understand you're responding quickly and, and yada yada yada. But that is a that is a like a hazard. Like. They, they have commercials about this shit. Like, I hear about that shit at least once a year. Like, you need to be careful. You need to be aware of what is going on at a train track. You know, like, what the fuck? So, not only does he park there, leave his car there, he then puts a suspect in this car. Gonzalez. Rios Gonzalez. So, they then go to search her car, and that's when a train runs through. And, um, yeah. Uh... Now, Gonzalez, Rios Gonzalez is expected to survive, but she has been, hosp- is still hospitalized uh, with serious uh, bodily injuries uh, sustained from the crash. Now, there's going to be an investigation involved. I believe at least one of the um, officers is on paid leave, which, you know, gotta love paid leave. Um, yeah, yeah, it just says one of the officers um let's see yeah they didn't disclose the name of the said officer once again love that and then also the uh colorado bureau of investigation is looking into um the woman's injury while she was in police custody so i'm not sure if they're just saying the train accident or if maybe there was anything potentially on top of that but um yeah i kind of said all i said right there at the top where it's just i think it's crazy that a police officer would just make such a grievous error but you know i mean these motherfuckers find extra ass ways to fucking kill and hurt people so it is what it is right um let's see i got maybe my silver lining of good news here um well yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll say this is the good news for the for the episode. I got this from Yahoo News, AP News. Uh, Family of Americans says he was freed in Taliban swap. So the American mentioned in the article was Mark Farish. Mark Farish. Uh, He was a Navy veteran who had spent more than a decade in Afghanistan as a civil contractor. Now he was abducted in January of 2020 um, and he was believed to have been held in Afghanistan by the Taliban-linked Haqqani network. Now, apparently this has been like, you know, two administrations worth of, you know, negotiations. Apparently when it came to Trump, they had already said that they wanted a man by the name of Bashir Norzai. He was a drug lord and member of the Taliban who uh, told reporters in Kabul on Monday, he had spent 17 years and six months in captivity, in U.S. captivity before being released. Now, they don't say where he was held. I think initially they said it was reported that he was held in Guantanamo, but then the U.S. said no, he wasn't held there. So, you know, he was held on, you know, drug charges. Apparently, I think it was like opium type stuff, like mass level. So, They had him, you know, dead to rights on that and they really weren't trying to give him up. And I think from, you know, the Trump part of the administration, there apparently, um, you know, there was some iros arisen because potentially it could have been negotiated into the peace deal that the administration was trying to work out with the Taliban that led them to, you know, making their move to Kabul to take it over, yada, 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 all that shit. Um, then came Biden's administration, and you know, things were still up in the air. You know, people didn't know what was going to happen, but Biden has kind of come out and was saying, Hey, you know, we want to get him home. You know, that's a priority for us. Um, you know, as well as, you know, they're kind of on the heels of the Trevor Reed thing with the whole thing with Russia. Obviously, Britney Griner still up in the air, as well as the other person whose name is escaping me right now. I know fucked up, but, um, you Know, I think they just wanted to get another dub here, so they said, Hey, we're gonna make the deal. So both parties were traded. Now, I believe, um, frishi's for I still cannot pronounce his name correctly. Um, I believe he is in route, I'm not sure, you know, where he's at currently, but um, Norzai is back in Kabul, and um, so you know, that deal was completed. So that was something I wanted to talk to or talk to talk towards talk about on this episode um let's see i got one and i i know i shouldn't laugh it's pretty fucked up um you know anyone being assaulted over some dumbass road rage bullshit is stupid but um obviously just the person involved make this a bigger news story and just what happened uh so i got this in daily beast and honestly it kind of adds to the flavor sometimes i do like um also pun intended for the flavor of it but, um, uh, their journalism is a bit hodgy dodgy, but, um, you know, hey, I'm here for it on this one, let's see, uh, Daily Beast, Beyond Meat boss arrested after trying to cannibalize man's nose, cops, so, uh, this is about, uh, Beyond Meat COO Doug Ramsey, uh, 53-year-old man, um, Let's see. I want to say he's been involved with Beyond Meat since last December. Um, it's, this all takes place in a Arkansas parking lot. But uh, another man in a Subaru inched its way out in front of Ramsey's Bronco. And, um, you know, made contact with his tire. And Ramsey just gets out and freaks out. Uh, he punches a hole in the back of the man's Subaru. And then proceeds to get to the man, um, and, um, starts punching on him, just starts wailing on him. And then, and this is where, you know, the the coup de grace takes place. He bites the man's, like, tip of the man's nose off, um, which is a weird fighting tactic. Uh, he threatened to kill the man, which is obviously fucked up. And, um he was arrested and is now charged with making ter- ter- terroristic threats and third degree battery. So yeah, um obviously the bit of irony is the um you know beyond meat part. Um actually if you know, if you're a listener, if you get a chance, please let me know what your thoughts are on beyond meat. Um I know some of my friends really rave about it, they like it. I personally am like it's okay, it's fine um i will say it does kind of help me appreciate like old school veggie burgers i guess you can say or traditional ones that kind of just say no we're not using a meat like we don't want it to be meat light like it's supposed to be like meat but not like you know you just make it work um but yeah i mean i think beyond meat's fine it's whatever um apparently though i don't know if beyond meat's necessarily doing too well um you know economy wise financially wise i'm but yeah, maybe that had to add to his stress. He's got a lot on his plate. <laughs> but um, we can move on from this one. I got this one from Yahoo Sports, um, as well as some stuff I've kind of like learned recently from you know listening to some like ESPN shit. The uh, um, what is it? Once again, start here. ABC News really coming through this week. Um, let's see. Texts reportedly show Brett Favre was told by Mississippi Governor that push for volleyball arena could be legal. So this has been a big headline that I've kind of seen over the past couple weeks, maybe week two or so. Uh, But apparently this has just been kind of like a breakout story and um, just more has been kind of coming out to light. Um, But essentially, let's see, Nancy New is kind of a key person in this outside of obviously Brett Favre. But um, she had a text correspondence with him over the matter. She was then, you know, convicted or whatever. She did a plea deal, and part of her compliance was actually, um, you know, giving up a lot of this text information, which then led to others. Um, and others also have been indicted as well. Now, granted, I will say at the top of this, Ralph Favre has not been criminally indicted, but he is involved in um, some civil lawsuits. But essentially. Brett Favre is a um, old Miss, Mississippi State, whatever the fuck, um, alum. And uh, he wanted to, I guess, quote unquote, give back. And part of his plan was pitching this deal for a $5 million volleyball team. And, you know, what a coincidence. His daughter is going to this school. So, you know, she would stand to benefit from this. Also, he was hoping to get a million dollars or 1.1 million dollar cash deal out of it as well. And um, now, of course, you're thinking like, okay, that's weird. That's weird. Like, I mean, you'd think like, as an alum, someone who's made like so much money. I think he's made at least like a hundred million dollars out of uh, playing football and you know, hopping in some wranglers and doing some bullshit. Well, you see, he was hoping that this was going to go through government means. and that this is going to be a little bit of a tag team effort and um he had teamed up obviously not just with this nancy new person but bryant who was also involved in this scheme phil bryant um who was a state official um also government state official i should say um now um let's see um Tate is but I'm I'm, I can only think of Andrew Tate right now which is not the name but we've talked about him in in terms of the uh Mississippi Jackson situation with the water now Brett Favre apparently had some text messages with him as well saying like hey you know my my project's a little bit off track you know I need some help but at this point even the likes of Bryant are like yo like you need to chill like you need to relax like I don't want to go to jail I'm too old for that shit and, you know, him talk, Bryant talking to other officials are saying like, yo, he's so insistent on this. Like he's the one who made this deal. He's the one who made this pledge and he's going to have to port like, you know, fork up the money, not us. But, um, Brett Favre is been pretty insistent about it. At least, you know, seen through some of these texts. Um, let's see, I can read at least one of them. Um, let's see, according to a f- uh, filing to the filing, Favre texted Bryant on September 4th, 2019, after a meeting they and others had to discuss requesting an additional $1.8 million to $2 million for the programs at this new facility. Now, also, I should add here, this money is supposed to go to welfare. It's supposed to go to people in poverty and need. And Brett Favre was like, yeah, let's spend that so that that money is going to help this college. Yeah. And then was going to take more money from however, whoever, like grant money, which is like, what are you doing, dude? And he says, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was just like, you know, just fighting really hard for this. But I thought this was all on the up, even though there are text messages where he's asking like, hey, is there any way this is going to come back to me? Like, is there any way that they can publicly see this? Meanwhile, Nancy knew the person he's, he's asking this to is like, Oh, yeah, no, you should be fine. That won't come up. But she's telling other people, like, I'll get you the records for this. Uh, Where are the records? I'll get them to you. Anyway, this is between Favre and Bryant. Um, We obviously need your help big time, and time is working against us, Favre wrote. And we feel that your name is the perfect choice for this facility, and we are not taking no for an answer. You are a Southern Miss alum, and folks need to know that you are a supporter of the university. Bryant responded to the, according to the filing, we are going to get there. This was a great meeting, but we have to follow the law. I am too old for federal prison. So that's just one of the quotes. Um, I definitely would implore you to look more into this if you're like, you know, a farve head or whatever the fuck you're just interested because there's a lot of text message correspondence to go through. Um, but apparently also in this article that I didn't know specific to this, um, he was pushing for like, um, an indoor facility while he's still in the fucking lurch for the volleyball shit. Um, because he was trying to like recruit, um, like Deion Sanders' son or something like that. He's like, yeah, we really got to make this push ASAP. He was curious about it. And I told him we're going to break ground in like two years. It's like, bro, just fucking relax. Like you don't need the money and you don't need to do all this. But he, he was insistent. Um, also not mentioning this article but something i pulled from listening to the you know the espn shit apparently it was worked out that the 1.1 million dollars that he got um and like a part of this shit that he was going to help chip in or whatever um he was supposed to be actually helping out doing some work well what's this said work oh well he did like a radio commercial or some shit and that's more or less all that's been recorded. Um, so you know, to me this is fraud. I, I don't think there's to, to me about it. You know, whatever the fuck. Obviously, time will tell what's going to come out here. Um, but yeah, just really head ass behavior from you know, I guess a former cheesehead or whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah. Um, also really weird that these politicians in the beginning like just wanted the attention from this guy like it was so important to them oh excuse me but um yeah so um i got one more to go before i let you go um you know i'm gonna do my classic you know I will say no alcohol, just some water, some H2O, trying to stay hydrated. Um, last one here, a bit of just, um, I don't know, obviously serious business so I'm getting arrested. But um, I don't know, this is gaming related. So not so much necessarily major headline news that we normally cover. But, you know, figured I'd talk a little bit about food beyond meat. Figured I'd talk about a little bit of a GTA 6, you know, leak and some arrests, potentially. Um, let's see. Got this from, what is this? PC Gamer? Busted. UK police arrest 17-year-old hacker in connection with GTA 6 leaks. So, um, that's big news. Um, if you're not well aware, um... Grand Theft Auto 6 has been in development. Uh people have been waiting a long time for this game. Uh I, I've actually kind of been talking to friends and, and people because it, it really made me think. I started playing GTA oh gosh. Uh I played Vice City really quickly, like on the tail end of it. I rented it and I was like, okay, cool, cool. Then um San Andreas came out and um i was like okay then i also played the psp liberty city stories because i didn't play grand theft auto 3 and that kind of felt like that on a handheld so you know i worked my way up played four you know then we get to five and all of these games i've mentioned awesome very fun honestly despite the graphics on the like san andreas back like, San Andreas is still one of my favorite games just because it was Grand Theft Auto, but you could, like, customize your character. He could get fat. He could get skinny. Um, hell, if you got the hot coffee mod on the OG one, you could get lured. But, um, I mean, hell, you could do the most on Grand Theft Auto. You've always been able to. So it's a fun game. Um, Grand Theft Auto Six though, has been in the works. People are chopping at the bit. They want it. Now, I want to say last week... Uh, there was a leak that came out. Um, someone had hacked and got all this information and leaked like parts of the game. And, um, you know, obviously this is like raw, unfiltered, none touched up, like unfinished shit, but, um, you know, it was skeleton parts of the game you're seeing, like you're seeing just gameplay. Um, I watched like a little sampler, like an eight minute thing um i didn't want to see too too much honestly i kind of don't see the point of it um i'm still gonna be hyped about the game no matter what so it's whatever to me but um yeah i mean it's still a big deal like obviously this is something that's very illegal um you're just spilling the beans on it i think even that it said too that the guy said he had the, the source code of grand theft auto and was like trying to sell it or do something with it um also there was a ramp up too. apparently that you know, said person or organization did, uh, a hack on Uber. So this all ramped up, you know, there's a lot of attention, a lot of press about it. And, uh, apparently the UK police have arrested a 17 year old in Oxfordshire. Now they haven't released the name of said, um, 17 year old. Um, also they haven't officially charged them with anything, just an arrest, but apparently this, uh, 17 year old might be linked with a group called Pousse, and it's L A P S U S and then there's like a dollar sign at the end. So either it might have been him or a group who knows what happened there. Um, but you know they apparently this group has been tied to attacks on companies as big as Microsoft, Samsung and Cisco. So they're no they're no there's no they're not they're, no, they're no joke. They're no joke. <laughs> Um, so, you know, time will tell what's going to come of this. If this is the guy who did it, um, you know, are they going to charge them? How severe? What's going to go on? Um, but yeah, a little bit of gaming news for you. I wanted to end it there with that. Um, on that note, let's see. I got a Patreon. If you'd like to donate, uh, patreon.com slash Isaiah news, every $5 donation, gets you discord access it gets you um a shout out on the podcast what else does it get you um i will talk about a news thing you'd like um and hey there's even some incentive if you don't like me you can tell some haters about the podcast if you like which is a free way to you know help is just tell good people bad people whoever and if they don't like what i'm saying they can pay me five dollars and like i'll give them a debate time you know what i mean i don't know we'll work it out whatever like I will work for you. Um, In terms of free ways of hitting me up, uh, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And uh, I'm also very socially online, so you can always find the podcast or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you for sticking around. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope it's full of triumphs and no tribulations. Hopefully the next time you're hearing me, it's less icky, sicky. We'll see. You know, <laughs> nature's crazy. Um, but yeah, hopefully i see you soon for some Oregon news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.